Hi family, welcome to Sweet Truth. I know it's been a while since I last talked to y'all and man, that's because like personally like I was just uh going through some things, you know, and just being um emotionally unstable then after that the whole um news came about uh, with George Floyd and all that, with everything that happened to him and um, everything that has been going on around uh, the states from coast to coast and that, you know, kind of disturbed me mentally as well. So, like, I wasn't in the right uh, frame of mind and I wasn't in the right um, emotional state. And so, um, those are the two reasons why I... I just had to uh, stay away from, you know, the podcast and just um, take the time to really just, you know, um, deal with everything that was going on around me and just just trying to, I guess... um, detox from um whatever it is that you know that I was going through as well too and like I'm the type of person that like if I'm not 100% into something or one thing like I'm not gonna do it so like when I'm doing the podcast and all that like I just want to be 100% in it like I want to be 100% mentally, emotionally, you know, and all those other aspects as well. So if there is a setting, uh, part of me that's not like, you know, all in, then I'm not gonna do it because I want to make sure that, um, what I'm saying and, uh, the best way for me to be my best self to, uh, talk about or rather like perceive well of what the Holy Spirit is trying to speak through me I need to be um emotionally okay and mentally okay and so when I'm in a kind of like fragile state I guess with other things that are going on around me it's hard for me to bring out the best you know out of what um I'm trying to say, oh, what he's trying to get out through me, if that makes sense. And so, man, like, this one, it just, I don't know, like, I'm not the type of person that usually, like, uh, talks about stuff like that or, like, gets involved in, and, um, these kinds of issues, but, like, this one really, like, it just hit me hard, you know, and I, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't, um, and I'm still praying and asking God that our justice will be saved for George Floyd, you know, and that everything that has been going on since forever would just, uh, come to an end, and so in this kind of situation, I choose to trust God. I choose to trust God because I've prayed about it and I've tried to um, just, 
you know, dwell upon what's been going on and just, like, at the end of the day, you know, I had to come to, like, a real, a real, a realization, a realization, see, I can't even talk, a realization that at the end of the day, you know, like, it's only God that we can live, um, all kinds of like circumstances and like situations around us we can only leave that to God and there's only so much that we can do you know as people as a nation as uh, God's children there is only so much that we can do and as long as we leave it in God's hand I trust God and that's it and so with that being said at uh, today is the very 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 last episode of season three i am so uh glad about that i am so proud and i am just so grateful for the holy spirit for like just guiding me through the season of season three and like he i've gotten this far only because of him and i am so grateful for everything that i've learned from first peter it's been an amazing journey um uh, he's opened my eyes to so many things and just like giving me a new kind of confidence in which I didn't know that uh, you know I could have and like just Peter's helped me uh, get through a lot you know um, in my own personal journey and like just knowing how amazing first Peter has been I cannot wait to see how second Peter is gonna be you know and I am so, so, so looking forward to Second Peter. That will be season four. So, amen. Amazing. God's great. God is amazing. And so, uh, let us get into the prayer of the day before we get started. And so, Father God, I just want to thank you for this day, Father God. <sighs> Father, we just want to commit everything that's going on in the world today father god with everything around us father god that you will uh bring to justice and that you will help us get the justice that we need father god and that the reforms and the changes that we want to see father god in our nation father that you will just help us get through this time period father god this tough time period father god and not only are we um battling other things as well uh today father god in this time but we are also fighting and still fighting against this pandemic father god and i we just pray that we are trusting you god we are leaving everything in your hands father god just trusting that you will see us through father god that you will get us through this tough time this period of time for the God and that you will just comfort everyone that has been affected by what's going on everyone that has been affected by the George Floyd um, situation Father God and uh, these issues that have been going on since forever Father God that you just comfort us father god and that only you know only you know father and so because only you know i am deciding to trust in you and to trust your words and just trust in that you have good for everything 
you would say is that out of every bad or dark thing, Father God, that you bring out the good out of it. And so, Father God, we are trusting you that through this pandemic, through the issues going on around us, Father God, that you will bring out the good. You will bring out the good as we are just trusting in you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. And so today I will be reading from First Peter 5, 1 to 14. And it reads, I want to speak to the church leaders among you. I am a church leader also. I saw Christ suffer and die on a cross. I will also share his shining greatness when, when he comes again. Be good shepherds of the flock God has put you in your care. Do not care for the flock as if you were made to. Do not care for the flock for money. Do not be, do not do it because, but do it because you want to. I'm sorry. So, basically, what uh, verse two is trying to say is, you know, be good shepherds of the flock. Basically, God's people, you know, is what it's saying. And what Peter was trying to say is, you know, your caring for people should be free. When you say you care about others, you care about people, you know, you are for people, then that should be free. He's basically trying to tell us that we should not care for people because, you know, we have to. It shouldn't be because we have to like, oh man, I have to go to church, I have to care for these, uh, the youth, the kids and all that, etc, etc. Like, no, we should not care for people because we have to. And we should not do it because we are getting paid. Like, basically, it's, um, I guess youth pastors or youth leaders out there that are only doing it because they're getting something out of it, you know, and they're only uh, caring about the kids and uh, Sunday school and all that because they're actually getting, you know, paid for it at the end of the day. And Peter is saying that we should not care about people because, you know, we are getting something out of it. Like, we are just because we are getting paid or just because we have to, that's the only reason that we are caring about others. And then when we go, you know, back home or like back to ourselves and it's like you don't even care about people in general like no that is wrong so we should care about others for each other and other people because we want to you should want to this should come from within your heart you know to care for others to be kind towards one another should come from within amen and so Verse 3 goes on to read, or rather to say, Do not be the bosses over the people you lead. Live as you would like them to, as you would like to have them live. Verse 4, When the head shepherd comes again, you will get the crown of shining greatness that, that will not come to an end. Wow. So basically, so basically, what he's trying to say is when the head shepherd comes again, that is Jesus Christ. 
So he's saying that when Jesus Christ comes again, you will get the crown <clears throat> of shining greatness that will not come to an end. Like how amazing is that? That just kind of like just blew my mind. So you should know that the gifts from God, the gifts that are going to come from Jesus Christ, you know, the reward that comes from the Lord is forever. It does not come to an end. It will not come to an end. The gifts that he has promised for us, the rewards that he has promised for us will not come to an end. And the NIV version says, you will receive the crown of glory that will never fade away. You will receive the crown of glory that will never fade away. Like, that just blows my mind out of the water. It's like, wow. Like, hey, I want to receive the crown that will never fade away. Hey, I want God's loving greatness. God's uh, shining greatness, you know, that will last forever and will never come to an end. And I promise you that every gift that comes from God is forever. And that is one thing that I love about God because it's like, man, like, Every gift that comes from Him, only if it's from Him, is forever. Like, that, that is just so, so, so amazing uh, to me, just knowing that. And so, um, moving on, verse 5 reads, In the same way, you younger men and women must obey the church leaders. Be gentle as you care for each other. God works against those who have pride he gives his love and favor to those who do not try to honor themselves and so in the same way you who are younger and he's talking about the youth so the youth are to obey the church leaders to be gentle as they care for one another and each other because God opposes the proud but shows favor to the humble if you've had time to listen to my other segments uh you've heard me say that um god hates pride and you know he does not bless or want anything to do with those who have pride in their hearts and lives and all that like no god is for the humble he loves kindness, his pro-kindness, pro-humbleness. And so, God will only show his favor to the humble. And so, if you're someone like you want God's blessings in your life, you want his favor, you want his grace, just be humble. Just be humble. There is nothing significant in being proud, you know, like it, it doesn't get you nowhere. Like, since when has been since when has pride ever gotten you, you know, like, anywhere? Being prou proudful may only, like, you know, maybe even last for, like, a little while, maybe over two weeks or something like that. Some people even for, like, a few months or something, but it doesn't get you anywhere at the end of the day. And what's worse is that um, you don't even get to receive God's favor, you know, because you are prideful but when you get rid of that and you just humble yourself before God and just humble yourself within yourself that that is when um, God shows you his favor and sometimes we have to be reminded to be humble 
Because I feel like sometimes we get into our heads and we can get into our own heads and think that uh, we are acting in the in a certain way, in the right way or something like that. But no, we need a reminder um, from time to time to just, you know, be humble and just find that humbleness in within yourself, you know. And so... And so... When you do that, when you come to that place, when you come to that point in which you're like humble, you know, you receive God's loving favor. I'll be reading verse 6 from the NIV version, which says, Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in your time. Cast all your anxiety on him, which is seven. Because he cares for you. Because he cares for you. And so. And actually verse 6 and 7. Like this. We've heard of these two verses. You know from time and time again. Uh, Humble yourselves therefore under God's mighty hand. That he may lift you up in due time. Cast your anxiety or your cares on him. Because he cares for you. This just goes back. Um, you know relating to what I was trying to say. About with the pandemic. And all these other issues that have arisen. You know with what's going around us. Um, in this time and day. That we should just cast all our anxieties and all our troubles you know and whatever is bothering us and all our issues you know on God because why he cares for us we should learn to humble ourselves under God's mighty hand so that he may care for us give God the room to care for you give him the room to lift you up because I feel like this is a mistake that uh, we often make as well like we just we want to be strong you know in our own strength and we want to uh, act all mucho and all that like we don't even have feelings or anything like that and we don't want to be vulnerable and all that but that can only get you so far that you're gonna find yourself at a point where it's like you just break down and you know ain't nothing you can do about that like you can you cannot heal yourself you cannot um get anywhere far in your own strength so until we learn how to humble ourselves in god's strength and until we learn to live everything in his hands and trust him to take care of us trust him to humble us trust him to care for us then you keep on going into a cycle of um, of brokenness and and this and hurt and pain and it's it's a painful cycle it's a vicious cycle and so we need to break that cycle you know of like just trying to lean on our own you know strength and understanding we are not 
meant to lean up upon our own understanding and we are not meant to lean upon our own strength and so when it comes to you know all like our worries and anxieties and problems and issues and vulnerabilities and all that etc etc you name it cast it upon god meaning leave it in god's hands Leave it to God. Just let it go. Let it go. Let it go. And in due time, He, God Himself, will heal you. You know, will lift you up. Will restore you. Why? Because He cares for you. Isn't that amazing? And so, verse 8. Tonight, from the New Life Bible reads, Keep awake, watch at all times. The devil is working against you. He is walking around like a hungry lion with his mouth open. He is looking for someone to eat. Stand against him and be strong in your faith. Remember that other Christians all over the world are suffering the same as you are. So in short, Peter is just trying to remind us, and I've also actually talked about this in my other segments as well, you know, about, you know, standing strong against the devil, standing strong against the enemy, and he will flee from you. And so Peter is again, you know, reminding us that we should keep awake, be alert, stay woke, stay woke, y'all, because the devil is working against you every single time. He's, he's always awake. He is you know, walking around like a lion, and actually, a couple of days ago, I kind of had this kind of like vision, you know, in in which you know, like I, I was just um sitting there in like you know this like some kind of like creature, you know, like a dark shadow and everything, just like flickering, you know, and just like kind of like just watching everything that I was doing and like thinking about, it. and I was like, that was the enemy, you know, and that was the devil, and I was like. Well, like, when I was reading this today, it just broke me back to that. And I was like, wait a minute. Like, man. Like, this fool is literally not asleep. He's always awake, you know, just <laughs> lickering at you at every corner. And if you've listened to my other segments as well, I've talked about this, about how he's always, like, lickering in the shadows, you know, and just trying to find a way in which he can stab you or, like, just attack you that day. And as long as we stand faint, and strong in our faith, you know, we stand against him. Ain't nothing he can do. The only reason, you know, why the devil even gets away with some of the things that uh, he does to us and everything is because we give him that power and, like, that permission that we open the door. But when you stand fame in your faith, when you stand fame against him, ain't nothing he can do to you, you know? Because you know the truth. Once you know the truth... Which is by the word of God, listening to the word of God, reading the word of God for yourself. You know the truth. You are able to stand strong. And you are able to stand against him. And I know that we are only human at the end of the day. And sometimes we fall short of the glory of God. But do not be discouraged. The enemy has lost the battle. And the battle belongs to God. And so the only thing that we have to do is try our best each and every day to just stand fame in our faith and stand against him because he is always 
carrying in the shadows. You know, Peter describes him as a lion that's like always just walking around and like, you know, looking. He's got his mouth open, you know, a lion that has his mouth open and just walking around, walking around, walking around, just waiting for the right time to attack you and waiting for the right time to eat you. And so he encourages us to say that although it's like that, you know, don't worry because as long as you stand strong in the faith, you know, ain't nothing he can do to you. And he also reminds us to say that also remember that everyone else, you know, around the world who's in Christ is also going through the same thing, you know, the same issues, the same problems that we are going through. And so, to Christ who strengthens us, I am just so glad that he's on our side and that we can stand strong in the faith and that we can stand strong in Christ. Like, I can stand strong in Christ because I know the word and I read the word for myself. And prayer, prayer, prayer always works as well too. So, regardless like of whatever, each and every day, just find the time to pray. And prayer does not have to be like an hour long, you know, 30 minutes, 15 minutes. Sometimes even as simple as like 6 minutes can do it. 8 minutes, 10 minutes. And so just take the time to pray. Always pray over your thoughts and your mind as well as as well too because that's something that has helped me as well as just like praying over my mind and my thoughts and everything because I know like that's the number one place that the enemy tries to like you know attack me from and just like disturb me you know in my thoughts and in my thinking and in my understanding and so like I'm always praying for my thoughts and my mind and just asking God to keep it you know in his presence on his side and the Holy Spirit uh, does a tremendous job with that as well. Too. And so that, that is one thing that I'm so grateful to, you know, my best friend, the Holy Spirit, and that, like, he always keeps my mind in, in peace. God's steadfast peace, I mean. And so last but not least, 10 to 12 and I will be reading this from the NIV version as well too and it reads and the God of all grace who called you to his internal glory in Christ after you have suffered a little while will himself restore you and make you strong fame and steadfast so backing up about what we just talked about, you know, about standing against the enemy. And when you stand against the devil, you know, when we stand fame in the faith that God himself, God himself is going to restore you, is going to make you strong, firm, and steadfast. So trust God. Trust God to restore you. Restore your mind, your emotions, your feelings, your your, you know, vulnerability and all that. Trust God to restore you. Trust God to make you strong. Trust God to make you firm. Trust God to make you steadfast. Amen. Verse 11 says, So him be the power forever and ever. Amen and amen. And then last but not least, With the help of Silas or Silvanus, if you will, or Slavonas, I don't even know if I'm saying that right. It's a Greek name. 
whom I regard as a faithful brother, I have written to you briefly, encouraging you and testifying that this is the true grace of God. Stand fast in it. She, which is the church, who is in Babylon, chosen together with you, sends you her greetings, and so does my son, Mark. Greet one another with a kiss of love. Peace to all of you who are in Christ. Amen. And so, yo, that is the whole chapter of First Peter. Season 3 has come to an end. And so, I just want to thank you guys for going through this season with me. Season 3, I just want to thank you for... um listening and tuning in and I just I'm so grateful I am just so grateful for you and I I am so grateful that I just I get to share you know the word of God in that in the same way in which the word has been blessing me my only hope is that it has blessed you in some kind of way and if you are willing to turn away from your sinful ways and you are just ready to start receiving God's grace and His favor upon your life, then repeat after me. Dear God, I know I am a sinner and I ask for your forgiveness. I believe Jesus Christ is your Son. I believe that he died for my sin and that you raised him to life. I want to trust him as my savior and to follow him as Lord from this day forward. Guide my life and help me to do your will. I pray this in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. And amen. And so, y'all, if you pray that prayer, the angels are dancing in heaven. God says, welcome, my son, my daughter. I am so, 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 so proud of you. And, you know, I am so proud of you guys as well. I cannot wait to start season four with you guys, which is, second peter beginning tomorrow and so with that being said y'all be blessed be encouraged and be fearless god loves you and he cares for you so just remember to cast your fears and everything on him upon him for he cares for you amen and amen y'all have a great day